welcome to the Raw Relationships Podcast. We strive to keep relationships real and wonderful. Melissa brings you insight from her own experiences, along with interviews with the top experts on all things relationship, relationships with others, as well as the relationship we have with ourselves. Hey everyone and welcome to the podcast. Today I am at home with the boys so you will hear them throughout the broadcast. Um, But I really felt a need to uh, keep you guys updated and informed on what is going on here in my life and everything um, why I haven't been here for a while. So I want to share with you a little bit of uh, my last couple weeks um, that have been very um, hard to deal with and maybe a little bit traumatic, actually quite a bit traumatic. And um, the topic for today's show, I'm not quite sure exactly what it is (laughs) at this moment, but I just really feel the need to reach out and to um, kind of support anyone else that may have gone through what I've gone through in the last couple weeks. So here goes nothing. Um, September 28th, my um, four-year-old son woke me up and said he had a sore throat. And so I rubbed him down with some Vicks and told him to go to bed because he was not going to be going to school um, for that very reason. And um, I don't believe in sending sick kids to school. So I told him I would be back and I would check on him. Um, And so I went into the kitchen and I got a few things done and I got my little guy settled and uh, went back and checked on him. And I kind of just stood in the doorway and said, how are you feeling? And he didn't respond. He just kept watching TV. And so I said it again, I said, I called his name and I said, you know, are you okay? How are you feeling? And still nothing. And at that moment, it was like something punched me in the stomach and said, something's wrong. Um, Because it's just not normal of him. It's normal to ignore me once, but he at least kind of moves or gives a thing. So I went a little closer to him and I kind of nudged his shoulder and said, you know, are you okay? What's going on? And nothing, absolutely nothing. He just laid there. So I picked him up. Um, He was limp and I was scared. (laughs) Um, My first thought was I need to get him to the hospital. So I started looking for my coat, looking for my shoes, looking for my keys, looking for all sorts of things to get out of here. And I couldn't find anything. I was in 100% panic mode. And so in that moment, uh, my brain said, call 911, (laughs) because we do live um, six to 10 miles out of town. So we're not close to town. So it would have took me a while to get him in the car, not to mention the little guy that was running around during all of this as well. So I called 911 and they um, told me what I needed to do and, you know, got some instructions, got my address and I was panicking the whole time. Um, I have to say it was pretty much the scariest thing that I've ever dealt with. And so uh, when the lady told me to lay him down, 
on the floor because I had him sitting in the chair uh, his eyes just kind of rolled in the back of his head and started looking to the left and in that moment I, I just sheer panic set in so to make a long story short um, the ambulance did get here it only took 12 minutes so they were great and they rushed him to the hospital I, hospital um, stabilized him and put in a breathing tube and stuff and it turns out he had a seizure that um, lasted for much longer than most seizures last um, onwards of two days before they could get it totally under control um, so needless to say I am a bit of a basket of nerves these days and the one thing I really you know wanted to point out uh, for anyone dealing with trauma or um, you know maybe they know somebody that's dealing with trauma a lot of people are kind of judging on decisions I'm making because of this trauma and one of the decisions was to take him out of kindergarten because I don't know if this is something that's going to reoccur. Um, the doctors have put him on medications so that it doesn't but at the same time I don't want to take that chance to have my kids somewhere else um, and have them have to deal with it and get that phone call because I'm just going to sit around all day and worry and stress that you know he may have another one and I can't be there. So um, having said that, I've decided to take him out of kindergarten and um, teach him from home a couple hours every day and spend that time with him. And I've also um, been very um, just checking on him, you know, probably more than I should be, but I, I've got this fear and a lot of people are like, you need to just get over it. If he's going to have another one, he's going to have another one. There's nothing you can do. But I think, you know, I think they're doing it and they're saying it out of love and compassion or whatever. But in my mind, it makes me very angry because I feel like it's judgy. Um, so anyone out there that knows somebody that's going through this, my advice to you is so in other words, just be there and listen to them and just support them in whatever their choices may be because those choices may change uh, very quickly and the trauma may get less every day and it does I feel better when I first got home from the hospital I was checking his temperature because they weren't sure if it was a fever seizure or not um, so I was checking his temperature every half an hour I would look at him and I'd be like oh he might be hot like it goes through my mind and have someone sit there and judge me and say I can't believe you're doing that it just makes me feel worse and that's not what I need I just need somebody to come over and give me a hug and tell me they're there if I need to talk and I don't even want to hear it's going to be okay <laughs> because it's not okay and you know it's still fresh and I know you know everybody means the best with that but it just I for me uh, that was one thing my husband when he came to the hospital he kept saying don't worry it's going to be okay and finally it was like stop saying that because right in this moment I don't feel like it's going to be okay and I would rather you just say nothing and just hold me like just just be there just you know just hear me because I think sorry I'm getting a bit emotional <laughs> um, when it's your children it's going to be okay just doesn't work because I think as a mother we can't you know even 
think about that. So I think if if you're going through the trauma, I totally feel your pain. Trauma of anything. Because I can tell you some trauma is worse than others. And I've been through tons. <laughs> so um, this is probably the worst and the hardest that I've had to deal with. Um, especially when it comes to your kids and when they're little. So just be kind um, to people that are going through this and just maybe realize that, you know, their mind's not working very well. They're in protection mode, but eventually it's going to get better. And like I said, I am getting better. I haven't checked his temperature, I think, since yesterday. So it's been <laughs> 24 hours. So from a half hour to 24 hours, that's better. Um, and... The other thing I think that I'm learning is we have to be kind to ourselves going through the trauma because, um, you know, I, I blame myself. I thought if I would have went in there sooner, I could have maybe stopped it, you know, and that that's not being kind and that's not loving yourself. And, and you know, in that instance, you just have to be kind to yourself just like you want others to be kind to you. So that's all I have to say uh, for today. I'm going to, I would love to talk some more on, on the subject. So if, if you guys put in the comments or email me, um, info at rawrelationships.net, um, email me on some topics. If any of my listeners want to come on and just chat with me um, about these sorts of things with kids and trauma and relationships and all that kind of stuff, just put a shout out and we'll get together and we'll we'll have some real conversation um i hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you again soon